0: Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson, and we are so pleased to be able to bring you these podcasts every week with the teachings of Warren Litzman. Warren left us in December, but he left behind literally hundreds of hours in videos, audio recordings, even his books, many, many books that he's written. So we're very fortunate to have this great archival material to continue his work, to get this message around the world, and that's what we're trying to do. Today, part three of Following Paul. Here's Warren.
1: Greetings, dear friends. What a joy it is to come to you again today with a living word. With a word that makes a difference when it comes to our heart and life, it makes us what God intended that we be. It's his word that is a written constitution and bylaws of the Christian life. That word is found in Paul's epistles only. Only. And I encourage you to stick with me till this takes hold in your life. Because until it does, you'll never know what it means to be born again, to be God's child, to live in God. God's presence all the time. That's possible, you see, because Christ lives in you. Christ in you is your hope of glory. So you better have that feeling, you better have that joy, you better have that peace. Go with me into the Word now. We've been talking about following Paul, and I want to read verse 17 of 1 Corinthians 4 once again. Just a thing or two I want to catch up there. It says for this Paul for this cause I have sent you Timotheus, who is my beloved son, and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways. Oh that every preacher would consider him a son of himself a son of God. And what Jesus says to Paul in this verse they would take literally. He says who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways. What ways? My ways which be in Christ. There's that sign. There's those two words. There is the hope of the gospel. In Christ Jesus. Oh, I can't pass it up without elaborating on it. So he says that I teach Everywhere in every church. That's what a Christian is. What is a Christian? A Christian is one who listens to what Paul says and preaches in every church Jesus Christ. Remember, Paul made another statement I'm determined to know nothing save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And what happened today, most of our ministers, preachers, and rabbis, and apostles, or whatever they call themselves, dear friends, have picked up their own ideas. They have picked up their own thing. And I think that's a sort of a capitalistic thing, where if I have my own thing, I'll sell more books, I'll reach more people, I'll get bigger offerings or something. But let me tell you something. He told Timothy to do it my way, and he told Timothy that it should be done in every church. There ought not to be two Gospels of Christianity. There ought not to be three, and today there's over a thousand probably, all in the name of Christianity. But you see what he says in this 16th verse? He says, Do this in remembrance of my ways, because I have told you right. I told you just exactly what God told me to tell you. And he said, I want you to do it my way, And every church you go to, I want you to preach what I have preached, what I tell you to preach. Well, you can see why a lot of the young men left Paul. They didn't like that. They didn't like a constitution and bylaws that made a Christian. They wanted to have their own church name up there. They wanted to start their own church. They wanted to do their own thing. They wanted to have their own Bible school and their own college and their own television program and their own, own, own. Egotistical, self-ish people that want to make something out of the gospel. Friends, this gospel cannot be changed an iota by anybody and somebody has something better than what is written in Paul's message.
0: We'll be back to Warren in just a moment. But first, we'd just like to remind you that if you feel God leading you to lead others, we can help you. We can help you start a Christ Life Home Fellowship group. The Christ Life Library on grace-media.net equips leaders with a vast library of Christlife Life teachings, media, and instructions on how to start and lead your local Christlife Life Fellowship group. It's terrific. I do it, and it's a blessing. Check it out. Again, go to grace-media.net. Now, back to Warren.
1: So his instruction to the young man, Timothy, becomes very powerful, so very powerful that... Uh, it behooves us to honor it in such a way as never before. But I want to go to another verse of Scripture, if you will, with me. Go to 1 Corinthians 11. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. Just a short little verse says, Be followers of me. Who is the me there? Paul. Be followers of me. He's the one who wrote this. This is his epistle that is given to the church, and he says, be ye followers of me. How should we do that? How should we rearrange our mind to, re- to follow one man? How should we come to that? Uh, the first thought that comes to egotistical people is, well, I've always studied another way, and I've got different points and different ideas. Good thing Paul isn't here he says, follow me, be followers of me. Why? Because he's the only one Jesus gave the final gospel to. You get that? I know I'm going to be saying that over and over again, but I got to get it across because I don't know what's in my audience as I talk to you. We, we get emails from around the world. But there must be people in this audience who need to know this. We have commingled the gospel until it is of no value. Even lawyers and ungodly people in pulpits can quote it and it not be what the scriptures say at all. They can preach it and it not be the truth at all. And the dumb people who sit and listen to them, dumb, they've been so dumbed down. They have been so long sitting in the midst of a place where the true gospel isn't preached, they believe there is an untrue gospel. But Paul says, be followers of me. But here's the key, as I also am of Christ. What is he saying? Follow me as I follow Christ. Did you know what? In Paul's 14 epistles, there is enough truth given there that we would never need to search anywhere else to know how to follow Christ. That's why Paul says, follow me, because I'm the only one that has that message. I'm the only one Jesus gave it to. He didn't give it to Peter. He didn't give it to John. He didn't give it to anybody else. He gave it to me. I am the one that created what a Christian is. I am the one that created the church and the body of Christ. Ah, sounds egotistical doesn't it but it is a truth that you can't go without it's in this book it was given by Jesus Christ and it concerns people whom God has birthed himself to be his own children now that kind of sets it aside doesn't it that kind of sets it aside We don't need more intelligent preaching. We don't need more fiery preaching. We don't need more jumping up and down. What we need is what is written in Paul's epistles, and we need to give it to the people because that's the bylaws of Christian living. Well, I'm all steamed up over that. I guess you can see it. But I only read a part of that verse. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Be followers of me as I am followers of Christ. As I am a follower of Christ. He goes on in the next verse and says, Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. What is that? That's the constitution and bylaws of Christian living. There are no laws in it. The bylaws. When I use the term bylaws, I'm not talking about a lawful Christianity. Far from it. I'm talking about the grace of God. That marvelous grace that is abounding in our world today as never before. The grace of God. People think we need the law of God. Oh, we need the grace of God. We're going to make heaven because we have been birthed by God. We're going to live the life if we follow what is written in the word. For it is that word that brings the life out of us. He's already in us. That's our salvation. Romans 5.10 says we're saved by him. Nothing else. We're saved by him. And 146 times... Paul uses the term in Christ so we're saved by him where is he we are saved by in him little verse says in him we live and move and have our creation in him well he doesn't beat around the bush does he remember be in all things and keep the ordinances Those ordinances are not like covenants given to Israel. Israel hadn't fulfilled her covenants yet. She will back in another time or up in another time. Ordinances. What is an ordinance? That's the bylaws. That's the new law of Christ living in you. That's the new law of the Christ life. That's the new law that belongs to people whom God has made a child of his parentage out of them. Instructions. Good teaching. All these things are written in the book. But they're not written by David. They're not written by Moses. They're not written by Isaiah or Jeremiah or Daniel. They are written by the Apostle Paul because he's the only one who is the Apostle of grace. That's to whom they're written. That's whom God is speaking to. And so we have blessed scripture that carries a song that helps us to see and to know what is ours in Christ. I've got to leave you again. Tell somebody else about it and get them to listen. Maybe God will strike a note in them they've never heard before. Till next time, God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: We hope you're enjoying the following Paul teachings of Warren Litzman. This has been number three in a series of four. Next week we'll have the fourth and final one, and we hope it's a blessing to you. Don't forget this podcast is available on most major podcasts, directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music. You can download your favorite podcast app and listen on your device wherever you go. Also join us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time. In the meantime, I'm Brad Wilson, Loving the Christ life.